0: EBS Podcast presents.
1: Whoa, are we in an airport right now? I don't think so. We're in the EBS studio, about to get going and kick off an episode of the EBS podcast, Just Go. In Just Go, we're going to be talking to EBS students who have done the Erasmus program, and let's talk about their trials and tribulations and what they went through and how it's made them a better person overall and what they got out of the experience. But more importantly, let's stop talking and let's just go. What's up? Coming to you on a Saturday morning, uh probably this next Monday anyways. Uh but we're here for the last episode of the first season of EBS's Erasmus podcast Just Go. And this is a special one for today cuz we instead of having normal two guests, we have one guest, Arena Nikolaeva. I said that wrong, didn't I? Yes,
0: you did, but it's okay, I accepted.
1: Yeah, most people do cuz I'm yeah, a we'll failure do. at that kind of that things. We'll do. Uh but she is the final guest, and she has some experiences that are a tad bit negative, I think, <laughs> with her time in Germany. Uh, so let's just go into it.
0: They are realistic, not negative.
1: All right, Carlos got me on this loop from last episode, but Arena, how are you doing today? What's new with you?
0: It's good. It's exam season, so we're having pretty much the same exams as you. So. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I'm just I'm just asking, you know, well, trying to. Get I'm letting field.
0: you know that you have an exam soon.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm actually in a bad spot of remembering my exams and stuff. Like my schedule is all over the place, and just work, podcasting, school. They just seemingly don't line up at all. Good luck. So, yeah. But uh, let's start off with uh, Erasmus. Why'd you go to Erasmus? Why? Why? Why leave Estonia? You know, you're an international, living in an international city. Why go in other places?
0: Before I even got to EBS, I already knew I'm gonna go to Erasmus because. I already been on exchange. Yeah, when I was sixteen, yeah. I moved to France for a year. Mm-hmm. So, like it, it wasn't even like a point to think about. I, I, I just knew it's gonna happen. Okay. Uh, regardless of the university I choose. Yeah. So, yeah. So when they announced that there's gonna be like application mm-hmm. period, so I was like, yeah, sure.
1: When I, when you said regardless of university, did you pick schools based upon the interna- the international like erasmus programs that they had or
0: no no uh bec- they all do have it so yeah. i knew i'm gonna do it it just doesn't it, it didn't uh like depend on the list of universities they offer yeah i just knew i'm gonna end up going to some university anyway
1: just a singular university and you were did you come here to EBS? Because actually, this is something interesting. Did you come to EBS knowing you were going to graduate here, or did you come yeah, here? yes. Okay, so you you wanted to do your full program here, and you already had a set yeah. plan. Hmm, interesting. Because I, I remember my first year, I was kind of, after the first year, I was questioning whether to stick with it, you know, maybe go to a different university, see what else they no,
0: had. No, no. I even, like, uh, when I was applying to EBS, I was applying to both BBA and BBL, Yeah. but I was, like, aiming for BBL, and they... When I had an interview, they tried to persuade me to go to BBL and I was like, no, I'm going to BBL.
1: Yeah, the school doesn't quite like us for that BBL decision. mind. <laughs> All right. But you went to Erasmus and you went to Germany, yeah, right? Cologne. So, Cologne. So before we go into the city talk, <sighs> was there a specific reason you picked that city, that school? Or was it just that was the place that that accepted you?
0: Uh, It was the only German university I put on my list. Okay. I don't remember if you put three or five choices. I remember only top 3. Mm-hmm. It was my top one. Yeah. followed by Budapest and I th- and I think the third one was Lille yeah. in France. But uh we have quite a few universities to choose from when it comes to Germany. Okay. And I was like thinking about different ones but then I stuck to Cologne because mm-hmm. I come from a big city. Yeah. And uh moving here you like you feel the difference that it's like a lot smaller here and everything is more compact and I wanted to go to a big city again Okay. and I wanted to exper- experience a big university Yeah. and uh, Cologne is like third biggest university in Germany it has like 50,000 people okay it's like 50 times bigger than EPS. yeah so just I wanted to just move the mic
1: a little bit closer like this so the audio is picked up fully that's yeah. better? yeah it's perfect okay thanks just for the rest of the episode it all goes smooth so you picked the. so you picked you picked the biggest school- one of the biggest schools in Germany to go to in yeah. a large city, and any more else about that no really?
0: well, I thought it would be fun to go to Westphalia okay because I've been there many times before. I have friends there, I have friends who study there, I know a lot about it, and I just heard many good things about Cologne in general okay, and I was like thinking between Cologne and there is also a small university near Frankfurt okay it's not Westphalia but it's still close and I thought yeah. between those two in the end but then I chose Cologne because because that's why
1: yeah now um because I know we have spoken off podcast about this about your experiences and what I should sort of expect to yeah. talk about uh <laughs> Uh, when you're on podcast, but before we go dive into that was there i know that the school wasn't the most redeeming quality of your stay there, but was the city just as much as it lived up to be
0: um it's it's not about the quality it 's just about differences what you expect and what you get okay uh the city it's it's a really nice city actually it's a good city it's it, there's so much to do there it's very vibrant and theres so many activities and so many different people. It's really accepting. It's like Germans call it the most tolerant city of the of the country. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's not it, maybe all the generation calls it this way. Yeah. Well, basically they call it gay city, gay capital. Okay. It is sometimes in certain places it lives up to the name. Yeah. It's really No, it's a really good city.
1: So it's like the San Francisco of Germany essentially is what you're saying. Yeah. That's one way to put it, I guess, yeah.
0: No, it, it's it's a great city. It's great. totally worth going there. It's not. It's definitely not the most beautiful one. Okay. Because it was like totally ruined during the Second World War. Yeah. So they had to rebuild it and they had to rebuild it fast. So it wasn't always as great. But no, it's it's awesome.
1: Is it the kind of city that you see yourself moving back to after graduation?
0: Mm, perhaps for only if the job offer is really good. Okay but just for myself no probably not
1: okay so the city was great to study in but it's not one you want to live long term in unless the job is just that good
0: yeah but uh there there may be people who will willing there are so many people willingly moving there yeah so it's just not my place not, but it's a good place it's a good it's
1: not your place maybe not now but maybe in the future i guess we'll say
0: only if the job offer is really like oh, okay. really good
1: all right i see how it is now um okay um I I know that I don't wanna I don't want to rip on the school too bad, I guess. That's what I'm only really nervous about saying, uh, but we'll dive into that. Y- you mentioned that it was the expectations, they didn't live up to what you were thinking of and there's the differences between it. Could you just give me like a little bit of, before we go further, just mm-hmm. like a basic understanding of that?
0: Maybe I expected the school to be a little bit more soft with Erasmus's because they come, they like dive into it and they need to adapt and they don't understand anything. Maybe I expected that they would be a bit more, like, accepting of them. Okay. But uh, you come, and it's equal Germany, and you're equal to everyone who is there already for years and adapted to everything. So there were, like, a lot of confusion going on with the subjects. Yeah. And a lot of... There was no really support with, like, documents and documentation and everything like this which is fine i've done that before and i managed so like it's okay it was just a little bit stressful
1: okay so so you basically went into a school and you expected that the school would kind of treat you a little bit easier they would go easier on you because you were rasmus and you weren't familiar to the situation no no no, not
0: easier it uh, just okay. made me a bit more supportive, but I also understand because it's 50,000 people plus, plus like, I don't know, a couple hundred hundreds Erasmuses, yeah. probably more. I don't even know how many actually. You can't help every single person. Yeah. So it's normal. Just, it's just a little stressful, but it's like every Erasmus is stressful and you you like willingly sign up for it.
1: Yeah. Do you, Was there a good Erasmus support center there for you? Like a good support network between other Erasmus students? and There was uh, a WhatsApp chat. That was it?
0: There is like some Facebook group. I don't even know if it's like official. Okay. Probably it's just like a WhatsApp chat. But no, like people can ask questions and then other Erasmus answer and like. But there was not like solid thing. I mean, there was a international office. Yeah. But half of the emails, they answer like, "Oh, we're not able to provide support in this question."
1: Okay. Now um, I know that the school, like EBS, has I guess their Erasmus program is very solid. And I never really see people complain from it or, or have these kind of issues. Do you and I know you also work closely with the Erasmus as well. International as, Club. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm an international club.
1: And you're also friends with a ton of Erasmus students. Well, I'm
0: buddying. So I'm buddy I'm a buddy for many students. They we have a buddy program really well in place. Not even like all universities in Estonia have it that well. Okay. So uh, I was provided with some kind of contact. Yeah. In um in Cologne. He was a. Uh, he was like. Uh, he actually had like a Russian name and surname, which was funny to me because there are a lot of Russian speakers in Westphalia. But um, yeah, I've never met him. <laughs> so you never met your buddy. Mm-mm.
1: That's because it was just too big, or he just didn't show up.
0: I don't know. We like. I don't know. We just never met up. But, like, he asked me like, "Are you okay?" Once, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." That I lied. I yore. totally lied. But yeah.
1: I find that kind of interesting because I would assume, though, if you're taking the job as, as being a buddy to someone, you're going to reach out to them and meet them in person.
0: No, they reach out to you.
1: They just never meet you. But right? actually,
0: not everyone. I met people who, who didn't get a buddy. I don't know how they just random, randomly like pick up like, oh, this name sounds like they need help them. I don't know how it works.
1: Yeah, I can imagine being like it's a lottery system to figure out who gets who's lucky. Oh, there is, is a lot, lot
0: of lottery system when it comes to anything in the education courses. Do you, mean spots, that, do you mean that in general for
1: all education systems or that education system? That Germany,
0: would, high education system. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I thought it was pretty much it was a uh, merit-based system. So if you got something, you got it essentially.
0: Yeah, it's like you, you just like apply for a course and you just like got to sit there and hope that you get there.
1: Oh, wow. A whole, it's a big school. A whole profession down to a lottery. I cannot imagine that kind of stress. I mean, I'm like, Rico, do you ever feel stress coming to this school place? It's always like generic. Just go, go. You know, just like the podcast, just go riff it on that kind of shit. It's going good. okay, so but what else what else were the negatives to the school though? Because I feel from when I talked to you earlier, there was there was a struggle you had, I guess going the Erasmus program wasn't that bad, but it was coming back from it, which was more of a hellhole. yeah,
0: it was more of coming back because like you know, when you before you go, you feel in before mobility agreement, yeah then during mobility agreement and after mobility agreement. I believe it's an I agreement.
1: kind of understand that, but y- what do you mean by agreement? It's
0: like, maybe it's not an agreement. It's like a form okay. where you put in, the before you move, you put in all the forms, you pl- all, you put in all the courses you plan to take. Mm-hmm. Then you're there and you put in on all the courses you're currently taking and whether there's been any changes like to the previous plan. Yeah. And then in the end, you fill in what, look, like what you took, what you passed, what you didn't pass, and so on. And, uh, I had like remember uh BBL had like this amazing uh secretary. Yeah. She was super helpful. You mean Carmen? Yeah. Yeah. I love her. I don't she, know. What happened she to her. she 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 left. She moved on to her next
1: She left step. like in the, after the first semester or the no, first second, year. Second, Yeah, so after the first anyway, year she left.
0: She was really helpful when it came to picking the, the courses. Yeah which was already a big challenge because german like uh, studying years they shift like different from ours for example we start in september yeah they start in october or something like this so they start later than us yeah they start later than us and for example if we are pretty much done by uh, mid june with our exams the exams can go up to august end of august so german system is really different yeah timing wise and uh, that's why they publish the courses available that will be available later okay so by the time that i had to already submit my before, abil- before mobility documents they didn't even have like all of the courses offerings in place so i had to rely on previous year uh catalog half of the courses w- of which were not filled in like yeah. they were like names of the courses but no description so Me and Carmen had to be like, I think this feels good enough. Yeah, we'll go for that. So and for example, there was a moment where the description appeared already when the course started. So I was just like sitting in the lecture, taking the course that I'm that really doesn't match my program. And then I opened the description already during the semester. And it says like, it would be good if you took this course before. And I was like, oh, good guy guess I got to drop it. And I dropped some course because like there was like some heavy analytical thing. Yeah. With a lot of math and a lot of like...
1: The opposite of BBL essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: even if I passed it, it wouldn't be of any use.
1: Okay. But I mean, it would have counted for an elective course.
0: Yeah. But I covered elective courses without the course.
1: Ah, okay. So you were really in a mixed situation where...
0: Yeah. And then there were like really courses. There were courses that I applied for and I didn't get to. Yeah. Which is also cool. And um, there was a course that I applied for. I think there were only two courses that I initially applied for and got to. Okay. One of them was amazing. The teacher was like, I was like running to his lectures. He was so interesting and it was very practical. It was like, it was a seminar. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that was really useful. Then there was another course that they helped me to pick instead. And it was also very useful. And then it was a course that I initially applied for and got into, which didn't have description. And then I still tried to pass it. It was sup- about something like supply chain thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Which also is not very much BBL.
1: I mean, it's some. F- I'm assuming just. I'm thinking it'd be something administrative based that we'd cover, but doesn't seem like it was specific. also
0: more like um planning analy- analytical thing. Yeah, I mean, I I see. It was how that also looked. very mathematical. Oh, but I tried to pass it. The teacher was amazing. Even I liked it, and I hate math. Okay. And um, it was just a mismanagement, mismatch of courses, and mismatch of timetables. All right. So it is like a lot of, you could say, coincidences or yeah. something like this at once that just created the situation. So when I came back, EBS provided me like great support with sorting out this mess. Though it was. Okay, so, so but you
1: weren't fun. left on your own. So, no. So, but um, that's one thing I was actually w- wanted to ask you is how was EBS's response to you coming back, realizing the situation you were in where, I know this last semester has oh, not yeah. been fun at all for you. No. But um, were they, were they accompanying, accom- accompanying to like say, oh yeah, we understand where this, this occurred. This is not really your yeah, fault. Yeah,
0: n- yes. Yes and no. It, that's why I had to do a lot of like explaining and documenting a lot of things. Yeah. But uh, basically, when I came back, and I came back, and there was also a fr- Yelly, a yeah. friend of ours, who had the exact same situation as me. We came back with 12 ECTs. For yeah. a semester? Yeah. And we had supposed to pass at least 15.
1: That's even, that's like, usually, for Erasmus, you only have to pass half of a semester? No, you
0: have to apply for around like 30. Yeah. But you have to pass 15 in order to receive like full grant full like scholarship okay so yeah Uh, and like i came back with 12 and another person came back with 12 and we're like what do we do now so we went to international office yeah and we were like here's the situation and they're like well you gotta repay your scholarship back and it's a lot of money okay and like i spend all of my scholarship on the rent there yeah and i was like oh cool and uh so I had, like, a moment where I was like, what do I do now? And then uh, they approached back to me and they said, like, okay, we see that your, like, GPA is good, that you pass all of the exams here, that you're an active student. We believe there was, like, a bad coincidence, bad luck happening. Okay. Let's try to contact European Commission with explanation of why it happened and see what happens okay. after that. So I, like, filled in tables. I created tables where I was, like write down the uh, subjects I applied for, uh, the subjects that I applied for and I got, the subjects I applied for didn't get, and subjects I took instead. Yeah. And then I had to fill in like basic information, whether I passed them or not, and why did I not pass some of them. Okay. And uh, there was only one subject where I honestly, like r- written, I, okay, I written honestly everywhere, but there was a one subject where I explained like, I was just not good enough at this course. I didn't, maybe I didn't study enough and I didn't like participate enough and I failed it for this reason. Other subjects I was like writing, there was no course description and I had to rely on like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, And uh, yeah, so there was like very detailed explanations everywhere. They send it and uh, they looked through this problem they decided that my points are valid and we solved the situation.
1: Okay, so the European the European Commission grant was, was very accepting and understanding of the situation. Yes. And you didn't feel like you were left out, like you'd left out in the cold and there's just a so cash. No, running.
0: no. Maybe but it's for sure due to EBS that I didn't feel left out because they were so supportive when okay. it came to coming back.
1: Well that's good to hear. Yeah. I mean it's good to hear that at the end of your Erasmus semester yeah. you had a you had a redeeming moment to you. Uh, for most people that I've talked to, I always get the feeling that their Erasmus program is, is like, with gone without a hitch, maybe a couple of little bu- buckets of issues here and there. Seem like you're the only one who had, like, a, a massive... Maybe
0: I'm just, like, a very negative person.
1: I don't know. I think you got the kind of unlucky luck. You know what I mean?
0: It's okay. I mean, yeah, maybe. But, but it happens.
1: Um, it's life, essentially. But do you think that that is inherently better for you that you've experienced? Sort yes. Of, had yes. I,
0: talk to, I talked about it many times, how actually it's so good that it happened because I know now that I'm not going to get master's there or anywhere in, like, similar kind of institution. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's for the best. I know I'm, like, I don't know, a fairy of German documentation now.
1: Oh, so you mean they're going to write legislation about you Is what you're saying
0: I'm just like so, so, so understanding of all the system That comes with like bureaucracy and everything
1: So, you know, I mean like after You know, you graduate from EBS You can go work in the office for the German department, I guess
0: I mean, just... if that will be The thing that takes me away from jail I will do that But otherwise I will not do that no, I'm not gonna do that. Oh
1: okay. I thought you were like you were literally in legal troubles and I was like, No, they're like you're either going to jail
0: or working for German bureaucracy, then I'll choose German bureaucracy.
1: Ah, uh, fair enough. But okay, but let's enough negatives though. What, what was the what was some what was your favorite part about the university? The school itself?
0: I actually did like that it was so big. You did? Yeah. It was like this normal university life. The life that all of my friends back in Moscow live. Okay. Because like in, in Moscow we have big universities and that's what they tell me about. So when I was, like, getting into it and I was like, oh, okay, that's how it feels, that's cool. It was, like, a little annoying to walk from one class to another. Sometimes it took, like, 15 minutes or something like this and the break was, like, 10 and I was, like, you know. Yeah. But uh, in general, the campus was really nice. Okay. I could see that a lot of local students do so many activities. There are so many clubs. There are so many, like, events they organize. Okay. It's just, like, a very lively place. Yeah. And uh, we're talking about only the school, right?
1: I'm talking about anything about this place. The teachers. Teachers.
0: Yeah. They were, like, really, they were so professional. Okay. Not all of them, but, like, the teachers that, for example, that I didn't even understand their subjects, but they were so passionate about what they're telling. It was amazing to see.
1: Okay. Do you feel... So, I, I, I think that... Not to to say anything about EBS as a representative of EBS currently, there are some teachers who don't have that same kind of enthusiasm. but I would there are say. teachers that, but they do. There are other teachers that do. Yeah, do there you, are teachers
0: that do have it.
1: Do you feel that for those classes, it's better to have a small class that the teacher's not so enthusiastic about, or a very large room class but the teacher's super enthusiastic about it? it I really
0: depends on the sh- subject and the person who's teaching who's teaching because like for example i had a class in cologne
1: mm-hmm.
0: a seminar that had like 20 people maybe okay it was a very small class and the teacher was a really good professional and okay. like she she was a very like highly educated academic she wrote like many papers oh, some of which i ended up using in my term paper mm mm-hmm. And uh, she was very he- helpful. And she was very easy to talk to and easy to approach. And, uh, and I think her approach actually would not work so well in a big environment. Mm-hmm. But then there was a teacher who was teaching the supply chain course. Yeah. She was just the sweetest person. She was like engaging with the class so well. And she made me interested in this in this course and I'm like not good at this. Not at all. Yeah. You know? She was also giving away chocolates during the lectures. Sometimes it was really sweet.
1: Like passing them out or throwing them to the clara
0: No, she was like passing them. Oh, she would like walk during this d- like through this whole big classroom and give them away. And it was like a very big classroom. It, like hundreds of people. Shh.
1: It's like what 306 used to be. That big ass room.
0: Mm. Yes.
1: Yeah, that one. Um because I want to, I want to ask more questions about the the size of the school. So in the states, the typical like, like if I went, to the, I when I applied to school, go to school here, hmm. I applied to here in Tallinn, and I got into both of those, and I got, I've got into the states I applied to in the school, um, and they were averaging size of like graduating class was like minimum five thousand people.
0: Oh, I don't think I'll be able to answer that. I just know that it's fifty thousand people all at once. Oh no
1: no no! That's this is just the background I guess information. Oh okay. Yeah, Sorry. but so for me, I I don't want to say that i feel left out but there is a level of these large universities i don't understand but since you've had experience of going to these larger universities in cologne Mm -hmm. and then you can go to our small because i love our school because it's so small
0: yeah i do like it too
1: is there something that you take away from the experience that there is a value to having such a large school or it's or you know these smaller schools are better to look at because in i think that's a question that has not been touched so far. i think so
0: yes I think so because it's a lot harder to study in a big university okay. because there is just barely any personal approach. Oh, okay. You know, so like that is why there is such a big number of people dropping out from first semester in Germany. Okay. There is like a huge, huge percent. Yeah. So when someone tells me that, like, yeah, I finished university in Germany and if I know that it's a big one, I'm like, oh, well done.
1: So, they so, really gotta drive it out
0: there, yeah, you really have to push it, like there were there was like a week that i don't did I didn't do anything except going to a library from eight to like eight in the morning to ten in the evening.
1: I don't know if I could even manage that one I didn't oh, cool, you just napped, oh
0: yeah, no, I was like napping sometimes, yeah in the library, and that was not the only one,
1: yeah. so so i. I so you understand this this personal touch that ebs has got. i yes. don't have the i don't have the the reference to fully understand it is there something that you feel that ebs does something very well done because of that like what's the what what exactly is this personal approach engaging engaging yes just in class or out of class because i know Both. a lot of
0: engaging in class engaging out of class engaging when it comes to organizing your syllabus engaging when it comes to organizing like like life out of school it's like really well done
1: okay and and even if
0: you don't want to be engaged you will end up being engaged
1: yeah you're required to you should know everybody you know yeah but it's that's the
0: that's the magic of it
1: and and was is there any magic to go into such a large school like you did in cologne or is it
0: it teaches you a lot okay like you become so adaptable to all kinds of circumstances
1: so you so you feel that there's more you're you're getting more like more knowledge from these larger schools, but you're getting better connections via this school?
0: No, No. knowledge, not necessarily. Because like here, whether you like the subject or not, if you attend lectures, you will end up getting something out of it. Yeah. Because it's just like so small and uh, like targeted directly to you. Yeah. And uh, in Cologne, half of people stop going to lectures starting second week. Okay. So, like, what you get out of experiences in universities, such as Cologne University, is like intense studying, which is fully self-organized. Okay. So, and that is a good skill. It is very stressful, and in my opinion, to me personally, it is not as useful mm-hmm. because, like, when I study intensely all at once, I like pass and forget, you know. Yeah. And here, I remember something from se- first semester.
1: Okay, it's, I think that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. I I like the idea uh, so of So here
0: it's like more like theoretical knowledge yeah. that you like carry on with you and there is just like a very intensive skill. Okay. Which is also very useful. It's not not it's not something is not better than the other it's just different. Mm. All
1: right. What about um shift gears from education? What was the what when you moved there was besides the school when you you know when you moved to Germany for the semester, was there any other expectations that wasn't met? Because I I figured that going having this school the and the stuff you went through it might have hindered overall experiences outside of it and made it over You might not have enjoyed it as much. Or uh,
0: actually, I enjoyed the life in Germany more than I expected to like it. Okay, I didn't like th- the thing that really like took a lot of my energy was the school and the way it just all happened there. Yeah. But the life it was just really good i didn't i didn't maybe it was probably due to my like personal things i'm usually like very outgoing and extroverted and everything yeah i just didn't feel this way in this particular time so i didn't get like very many friends but there i did like find friends there we were hanging out we were going places i went to uh, it was it, there is a cool thing that um if you study in Westphalia. You pay the semester fee, and you can travel around the whole region for free. On certain trains, not high-speed trains. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, if you can't take the the fancy ones.
1: Yeah, they don't love you that much. They just love you a little bit to yeah. see the, see yeah. the area. Yeah, and
0: it's cool because, like, you can after after six, you can also take a person with you, and uh, in the weekends you can, you can also get someone with you. Yeah. So it was cool. I went to every single castle. I'm pretty sure I went to every single castle in the in the region. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So,
1: so you spent a lot of your time traveling outside of uh, outside of the city. Not as much as Carlos did. Yeah, I figured as much. I was, I that was, that was actually a question. I was like, on a level of you to Carlos, how oh, much travel? Wh- okay, you do? well,
0: where does the level start?
1: I, sh- I don't know. The uh, only thing I know about Carlos's experiences was that from his Instagram, it seemed like he was never in class. He was always on a train going to a magical location.
0: Yeah. No, I, I did travel around Germany. Yeah. I did travel around the the Westphalia a lot. I traveled to Eastern Germany for okay. personal reasons. I also went to uh, South Germany to volunteer with the organization that I've been involved with for years. Okay. I also went to France. I went to Netherlands. Okay. I went to Belgium. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, Rico is giving me the wrap-up signal. and This is kind of the, the time I want to give you the... Of course, it's not like you can't. You don't have the free range on the mic, anyways. But if, is there something specific you would want to give someone to say why go to this school or why go to Cologne in general? Because uh, now EBS, by the way, does have a mobility window, which uh, which is
0: an amazing thing. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it was created after my issue, actually.
1: I can imagine. So I was talk- because
0: I remember I was talking to international office about my problem and they said like we gotta do something about it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't think I would go answering this question, especially like for Cologne, Mm -hmm. I think I would answer more for like Erasmus in general. Yeah. I think if you go for a semester, it would be wiser to go to a smaller university because there is a a time that you spend on adapting, Yeah, regardless of like your personality. And um, it is easier to get like the fullest experience in a smaller school. That's why our Erasmuses enjoy being in EBS so much.
1: Yeah, because we're just a yeah. personal family.
0: Yeah, because they come and there is like a party going on already. It's not that big of a party to, and like you have enough time to get to know people. Yeah. Uh, in When you go to such big environment as Cologne, you like thrown in there and there are like hundreds, thousands of people and you like, who do I approach, you know? And so I think if you go for a semester, Maybe it would be wiser to go for a smaller school, mm-hmm. and if you go for a year, then maybe go for the big one, bigger, bigger one. Yeah, huh.
1: I think that's that's I think so. Some of the best advice I've heard so far from our guests.
0: Thank you. I have a lot of experience.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I think this is the time to wrap it up. Then Rico, does that sound good? All right, I'll sign us out. All right, guys, it's been a great semester. You've all been beautiful watching me through the YouTubes and the Spotify's and the Apple whatever apple's doing nowadays but i hope you all have a wonderful holiday safe travels to wherever you're going uh hopefully this place gets a decent amount of snow so we have a proper white christmas uh and a happy new year's see you guys next month i should have said next year should
0: have said next year should have said next year